0: greetings my peeps and welcome to the all things basketball podcast with your boy gd in this three-part episode it's all about the all-star weekend i will start with all-star friday the rising star challenge as well as some early things that happen on saturday so sit back relax and enjoy the show Okay guys, so we're going to do a recap of the All-Star Weekend, all that went on, well just about everything that went on. Um, Okay, so let's start with Friday night, the Rising Star Challenge because I'm not breaking down the celebrity game, Uh, that is what it is. So, Anyhow, so the Rising Star Challenge, and remember they have the new format now where it was four teams, seven players each, picked from a pool of rookies, sophomores, and four G-leaguers. Actually, each team had to take one G-leaguer, so so uh, we had Team Isaiah, we had Team Worthy, Team Isaiah Thomas, of course, and then James Worthy, and then we had Team Rick Barry and Team Gary Payton, so... So the first contest was between Team Isaiah versus Team Worthy. So um, in that case, uh, Team Isaiah won the, the semis uh, 50 to 49. And in that game, uh, Desmond Bain, he drops the game-winning free throws to win it for them. Uh, actually, Jalen Suggs for the Team Worthy he blew an opportunity to win the game at the free throw line. So, Desmond Bain, he delivers for Team Isaiah. So, they go on to the finals. For Team Isaiah, the combination of Sadiq Bay and Isaiah Stewart combined for 26 points. And then on the losing side, for Team Worthy, uh, Jalen Green, he drops 20. So, so, the second game is Team Barry versus Team Peyton. And Team Barry wins that 50-48. to 48. In that game, Jayshawn Print not Jayshawn Prince, Jayshawn Tate hits the game winner f- to seal the victory for Team Barry. Uh, this is after Team Peyton missed a couple of threes that could have won the game, so... And in that game, uh, Kay Cunningham had a nice one. 13 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. You also got uh, Evan Mobley, one of the Cavaliers for the weekend. 14 points with 8 rebounds. And then on the losing side for Team Peyton, Jaden McDaniel leads them with 12 points, so... So then it's on to the finals. It's Team Isaiah versus Team Barry. And Team Barry gets the win in that one, 25 to 21, I believe. Uh, And the game is broken open by Cade Cunningham, who drops uh, a clutch three that kind of uh, solidifies the lead there, which which team Barry kept and sealed the win. Uh, Actually Franz Wagner, he sank the game-winning free throw that won the game. So, and then for the entire tournament there, the rising star challenge, Cade Cunningham is named MVP. In both combined games, he scores 18 points, seven rebounds, nine assists, two steals and two blocks. So, he gets the MVP. So, uh, this was competitive. This was very competitive. So, um, I think this is a format that could have some shelf life. So, uh, I think they're on something with this. Kind of in the same way with the All-Star game. You kind of got to make it competitive. So And they did that. So, uh, kudos to them for doing so. Um, my biggest takeaway from this... Whoever came up with the idea of putting a mic on Gary Payton, genius, pure genius. Because uh, Gary Payton, remember, Gary Payton's one of the tr- uh, all-time trash talkers, and he was sure talking some trash to uh, to the refs. <laughs> oh my gosh, Gary Payton's too much. So please bring him back to be a coach again, so he can be mic'd up. That was pure entertainment by itself. So, so the Rising Star Challenge is a roaring success, thankfully. So, let's move on to Saturday. Saturday action there. Um, they had a HBCU Classic. Uh, this is the first, the first inaugural one. So, uh, and in this game, it was the matchup of. Howard University versus Morgan State, and it gets the win 68 to 66. Uh, so now the NBA is gonna do this as a part of their all-star weekend. They'll have a HBCU Classic where they're highlighting historically black colleges and universities. So kudos to the NBA for doing that in the midst of black history Month. so. So, Howard was actually down in this game by 12 points, but rallied to the win. Uh, their guard Kyle Foster he led the way with 18 points, uh, kind of leading <clears throat> them to victory there. So, uh, so kudos to Howard University for getting that win in the first HBU. HBCU Classic for the uh, All Star weekend. So, then let's move on to. We're not going to do All Star Saturday just yet. Actually, I'll talk about that. I'll separate the episodes here. So, uh, what TNT did was they had an ultimate NBA draft. And what it was, they took the NBA's list which is 76 players and they added two wild card picks to it so it's going to be eight teams that was choosing and the draft order was determined by blind draw so uh, and it was a uh, actually a snake draft so anyone who knows fantasy basketball you know it goes like one through eight And then you go back up um, the 18 picks first in the next round, and then you work the reverse way up again till you get to the top, and then back down. So, so it was 60 seconds. You had 60 seconds to make a selection, and of the 18, you're picking 10 players, which between the 76 and the four wild cards. That makes 80 players. So you're basically drafting 80 players from the all-time lists, as well as the four wild cards. So uh, there was four teams, like I said. Uh, the team picking first was Team Dominique, which is Dominique Wilkins. Uh, he was one of the uh, team representatives there. Uh, Dominique, who's you know very close to the game still very much a part of uh, all that goes on. So, and then the second pick went to Jerry West. Jerry West, we all know, he's the logo. He's um, Mr. NBA. Um, Of course, we know of his exploit with the Lakers there. Uh, One day I'll do a spotlight on him. He has a pretty rich history there between his player history and his front office history uh yeah, he'll take some time to do to cover him, but uh Jerry Wesson, who has a resume of building successful championship teams so so he was picking second picking third was uh a combination of two inside reporters. It was Chris Haynes and also Shams, uh, Shams Charnadia. Um, he was the other person. So, uh, two inside guys. So, so they called themselves team according to sources. So, so they picked third. Picking fourth, um, going WNBA with this one, Sue bird, long time WNBA player going into her 20th season in the WNBA for the Seattle storm. So she was involved. She was picking, uh, fourth. And then, uh, then Quavo of the Migos, um, you know, somehow he's, he's always involved in, uh, all star week in some kind of way, whether he's in the celebrity game or, you know, as a spectator, so forth. So, Quavo, he was picking fifth in this. So, uh you know, yeah, I appeal to all the generations. So, you put Quavo in there. So, then after Quavo pick, um the next team was inside the NBA, the Tuesday edition, which, uh, Which featured their host, Adam Lefko as well as Dwayne Wade and Candace Parker. So, they're part of that Tuesday team over there. And then right after them is, of course, inside the NBA, the Thursday crew. Kenny Smith, Charles Barkley, and Shaquille O'Neal. So, they're picking seventh. And then the eighth pick went to D.L. Hughley. So, um... Not known for his basketball prowess, but, you know, comedian, uh, political commentator, and so forth. So, he uh, he picked eighth. So, anyhow, so that was the draft order on how it went down. So, so, you know, the draft went along, and Dominique had the first pick. Who does he pick? He picks himself, so... Of course, Dominique would, would go figure. So, uh, so he makes himself the first pick in the draft. Not like he was never getting picked. So he just made sure he was off the board first. So, so, uh, you know, eh, it is for fun, you know, what have you. Although at the end, there's actually a ultimate ranking that's done. So, um, so I'll touch on that in a minute. Uh, Next up was Jerry West, and he picked Kobe, of course, out of respect and so forth, so he made Kobe the second pick in that draft, so, which left, you know, uh, team according to sources, you know, uh, they had a choice between either LeBron or Jordan, they went with Jordan, so. And then after that, Suberg smartly picked up LeBron. Didn't waste any time doing that. And then Quavo, Here's Quavo's thing. He wanted to pick an all-style team, so you know, guys with swagger and so forth. So he picked Steph Curry. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. You know, what can you do with these young folks? Anyway, uh, team inside the NBA Tuesday. Picked Shaq next. And then inside the NBA Thursday, they picked Kareem. And then the final pick of the first round was D.L. Hughley. So then it comes back around. D.L. Hughley goes. I'm not going to go through every single pick. But I will tell you who everyone picked overall. So, So let's start with Team Dominique. So we know he picked himself. After that he picked Moses Malone, Oscar Robinson. He picked Carl Malone, so he got both Malone's on his team there. James Harden, Patrick Ewan, Paul Pierce. Huh, that joker. Uh, Lenny Wilkins he picks. Bob Pettit and Danny Shays. I thought it was <laughs> pretty odd that Bob Pettit lasted until like the the ninth round, but Uh, Especially for his ability And what he did in the NBA I did a player spotlight on him By a way that you can check out So Uh, So Yeah and then his final pick was Danny Shays Um, You know back in the Days there Who was a pretty good player in his day So moving on Team West For Jerry West he picked Kobe, then Wilt Chamberlain. Ooh, two nice picks there. He followed that, that up with Charles Barkley, another nice pick. Elgin Baylor, one of the best players most of us have never seen in the fourth round, which seems like a steal. John Stockton, pretty nice pick at five. The Admiral, uh, David Robinson, Ooh, what a leaf lethal one-two punch that would be uh Carmelo Anthony um kind of high pick but you know that's fine. John Havelchek, nice solid all-around player there. Uh, Nate Thurman, another guy, another great that none of us has really seen but he was a defensive terror and he played pretty well on the offensive end. And then Bill Sharman, who uh one of those Celtics there, along with Havlicek, so. So, next was, uh, the next team, um, according to sources, with the two inside guys, Shams and uh, Chris Hayes, uh, so they had, they picked Jordan, then right after that, picked Magic, seemed seemed like that makes sense there, uh, and then after that, they went Bill Russell, so, Right out the gate, the first three picks are like absolutely solid and guys that are considered like the top five ever. Then after that, they kind of went off the boards, K- picking Kawhi next and Ray Allen. Ray Allen's a solid pick. Damian Lillard, who many argue why he's on the list in the first place. Chris Bosch is a wild card. I, I, I can't complain about that. A lot of people's. Have high regard for Chris Bosh and rightfully so. Rick Barry, uh, Willis Reed, and Paul Arizin. So some solid picks, but some questionable ones. After uh, as they went on, seemed like they got too smart for themselves. So uh, they could have really had a solid team otherwise, but it is what it is. Then Sue Bird, she ends up picking LeBron. Then. Larry Bird and Kevin Garnett. You know the problem with the first her first three picks? They all pretty much play the same position. So, um, yeah. So, you know, I understand today's NBA is now position positionless basketball, but yeah, that that was kinda overkill those first three picks. Then after that she does Steve Nash, Anthony Davis, another person who people question? So, I'm sure that probably affects uh, her um, her rating. James Worthy, solid pick in the middle. Pete Maravich, still pretty solid there. I thought she got better value towards the latter end of her draft than the the top half. After, you know. um, Nikolai Jokic, she used a wild card on him. That's pretty solid. Um, Sam Jones, I thought definitely a sleeper pick. um, Given what he's done in his career, 10-time champion. Another guy I've done the spotlight on, by the way. And Dave DeBusher, uh, getting him at the bottom would be great if she had all those forwards at the top. So uh, I'm sure that would affect her rating there. Team Quavo would you might as well not make even make sense of his picks, but you know he was going for flash guys. So um, Steph Curry, Flash, uh, Allen Iverson, definitely Flash. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I guess some Flash there. Dennis Rodman, perfect fit for his team. Uh, Doctor J, I'm surprised Doctor J. Lasted that long in the fifth round, for crying out loud. Then after that, he picks Jordan. I mean, uh, not Jordan, Gervin. George Gervin. Then after that, Walt Frazier. You can't have a style list without having Walt Frazier there. Then he picks Russell Westbrook. (laughs) Another style guy. Uh, Then he goes um, Elvin Hayes. And then Hal Greer, who I think was pretty snappy himself back in his day so so he accomplished what he accomplished with that team team inside the nba tuesday um pretty solid first three picks actually first four picks uh shaquille o'neal kevin durant jerry west and cp3 that i that's a solid four right there then you got scotty scotty picking pippen Who's like a uh, Gensu knife here. He can do a little bit of everything. Clay Thompson as a wild card. I thought that was very interesting, but um, I think when 100 rolls around, he'll probably make it onto there. Earl Monroe, a very underrated pick here. Robert Parrish, solid pick this low. Bob Cousy seems like a steal this low. And George Mikan absolute steal that low so the i give the Tuesday crew credit they they really got value up and down the board really so um team uh inside the NBA Thursday Kareem Wade and Clyde Drexler very interesting three three picks there Isaiah I thought was a steal at four uh Dave Cowens nice Pick there. Reggie Miller. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Um, Bob McAdoo. Pretty good value there. Um, and then uh, Nate Archibald. Getting Nate Archibald that low. I thought it was pretty good. Wes Unsell that low. Pretty good. And Billy Cunningham. People think more of him as the coach. But as a player, he was pretty good as well. So um so overall, not too bad for the Thursday squad. Um and then D. L. Hughley, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> he picked Hakeem first, as you know, then came back around with Duncan. So you got nice solid um you know front court there. Then he goes and picks Mikhail and Dirk Nowitzki. So you got four guys who pretty much you can, um, you know, mix around as that go, but that's kind of your, your um, you know, your big guys there. So, um, yeah, so probably not a lot, a lot of value in doing it like that. But solid players, though. Absolutely solid players. Uh, Jason Kidd, he picked him. Then followed that up with Gary Payton. I thought that was interesting, being that, you know, Kidd and Payton has uh, – Such a history together there. Bill Walton. Um, Yeah. Kind of early to pick Walton. But uh, he chose Tracy McGrady with one of his wild cards. That was to me was probably the most stunning wild card pick. Um, I understand Tracy McGrady led the league in scoring twice. I get that. So yeah. Um, Dave Fang. Um, interesting picks since you already had kid and Peyton on the board, but it is what it is. Uh, and Jerry Lucas. So he didn't really have a small forward, um, per se. Um, yeah. So, all right. So, so that was the picks guys. That was the picks that was made in the ultimate draft. And then, uh, now for the, actual ranking when all is said and done with all the analytics and so forth they actually ranked the inside the nba tuesday team number one um i i kind of gotta agree when you look at the their entire draft it's a pretty solid draft all in all i mean shaq katie and wes that's that's a combination there um and then what they did later in the draft very solid so yeah definitely definitely i yeah they they did well uh of course second jerry west obviously man who knows how to build a team and he did that here kobe will barkley elgin baylor stockton right there you can you throw that lineup, you can you can win uh, <laughs> just about every night, and then um, ha- with Stockton as well, then uh, back that up with an uh, Admiral uh, Mello, John Havlicek. Only thing could have used probably another uh, guy to handle the ball. I guess Kobe could do that in a pinch. So uh, maybe Havlicek does. To a lesser extent. So. Um, yeah. So. But. You know. Who, how, who am I to criticize. a Jerry West. He knows. He's been doing this. Longer than I've been. Uh, than I've been watching basketball. So. Uh, then after that. Dominique's team is third. Definitely could see that. He, he had a pretty solid draft. Uh, then according to sources, was next. I thought, again, I thought they got a little cute after the Bill Russell pick. They really could have knocked it out of the park, but they got too cute. Uh, Quavo being fifth. I would be ashamed if I were Barkley, uh, Barkley, Kenny Smith, and Shaquille to finish (laughs) underneath Quavo, for crying out loud, and then Hugh Glee, and then Sue Bird, so... You know, I like to geek out on these sort of things, so uh, it just makes for interesting talk. But I thought it was nice, nice little thing for them to do. So, um, yeah. So, all right. So I'm gonna stop right there. Next up, I'll be talking about the All Star Saturday. So, uh, so stay tuned, guys. I'll be coming right back to you. So my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Sports Dude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at thatsportsdudegd@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm gd that sports dude. You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content.